thank you so much for joining us on the season two premiere of the Football Radio. My name is Christian Valdez Takio, and this is Juliano Caleri. And it is Tuesday, August 17th. Once again, thanks so much for joining us. We are happy to be back for another season. Um, we had a great summer. It was a great Italian summer for uh, athletics for both the Euro and the Olympics. So, auguri to our... And Eurovision. Yeah, and Eurovision. And then uh, also a big shout-out to the uh, Canadian women's national football team for clinching the gold medal in the women's football tournament. That's right. It's a huge thing for us. So it's it's been great if you're an Italo-Canadian, that's for sure. Um, but we're back. It's season two. City A is just around the corner. We're kicking off on uh, Saturday. It's it's feels like uh, it's been a whirlwind of a summer. Uh, a lot to talk about today in today's podcast. A lot of more so sales in City A more than uh, incoming transfers. But uh, the big thing too is the coaching carousel that is the City A. Um, a lot of new faces or a lot of the same faces, but with different clubs, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fantastic managers, uh, in this season, um, one leaving, uh, who cares multiple coming him? in. Yeah. Who cares about him? He's a, he's a plug anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a lot to talk about. Uh, three new teams Yeah, in the league. Salernitana led by Francesco Di Tacchio. Uh, we also got Empoli coming back, and Venezia is back. Venezia probably the sexiest jersey uh, in world in the world. In the world, it is. It is. If you haven't seen it yet, it's gorgeous. Uh, for those of you that uh, that uh, that are from the Toronto area, I'm sure you're going to be seeing a lot of uh, Italians rocking that beautiful shirt. Uh, but let's get started. Let's jump right in. So here's what we got for you today. We're going to break down. We're going to give a quick preview of all 20 teams in the Serie A. Um, and we'll quickly preview the games for match day one, which is this coming weekend. Probably don't know what's going to happen. We don't know who's going to play where. There's a lot of things up in the air. So let's first start with breaking down our 20 Serie A participants this season. And then we'll also give you our predictions of our top seven and our bottom three, as we did last year. So let's jump right in and let's start with the big one. Let's start with the big team, Juve. For all you Juve fans out there, we're going to start with them. Uh, Juventus not doing much in the transfer market this uh, in this mercato this uh, summer, but a big change. And the big change is Andrea Pirlo's out. And Max Allegri's back. He's back. He's back. And uh, two years later. Two years later. Same team essentially as last year. It looks like Miralem Pjanic is coming in. Yeah, he's rumored. That's the only difference with the squad when you think about it. That and Ronaldo's on only one more year on his contract. Yeah. So who has the power now? Oh, Max Allegri for sure. Mm -hmm. Which will be interesting. Ronaldo. Yeah. He's trying to get out He's still. He's trying to get out. Man City. Apparently, that's the rumor. George Mendes. Yeah. Calling out Man City to buy Ronaldo. So, Ronaldo's looking so, to get out of Italy. So stupid. That's you the know, biggest change. You know what, though? For Juve, it, for Max Allegri, it's a brilliant move. Because I think I think a big reason why Max Allegri left is he could not take the ego 
that was Cristiano Ronaldo at Juventus because he basically dictates what he wants to do. You heard about Sadi complaining about it. You haven't really heard Pirlo complaining about it, but Pirlo was literally just a pawn last year. This was Ronaldo's team. But this year, Max Allegri's got, what, five-year contract? A five-year contract against Ronaldo who's on his way out. So, you're... Play, play or get out. Yeah, play or get out. This is Max Allegri's team. Or listen team. and get out. You yeah. know, if you don't listen, see you later. Yeah, this is Max Allegri's team. Max Allegri will... I think Max Allegri will show the... Basically, the tactical brilliance that he has. Um, I'm a big Max Allegri fan, even though he is with Juventus. And uh, I actually think... Even though they haven't done much in the Mercato, it's the same squad, the same core. I think they're going to do well. I think they're going to be a lot more dangerous this year than last year. Yeah, fourth place finish last year with pure low. We can only expect them to climb up the table to Allegri. They're going to climb big time, and I hate to say that, but they are. Yeah, I don't. hopefully they're not the campeones at the end of it. But No, I hope not either, but uh, they're definitely a realistic contender there. I think they're going to make a deep run in the Champions League. As much as I hate to say it, I'm not a Juve fan. For all of you that... Uh, that are listening for the first time. I can't stand this team, but I have to give credit where it's due, and I think these guys are going to make a deep run. Now, the only thing I want to talk to you about the I want to talk to you about the squad. So, goalkeeper, we know it's going to be Wojciech Szczesny. Great goalkeeper. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. The question marks are the guys in front of him. So the two center backs. So Leo Bonucci, Giorgio Chiellini had a fantastic Euro 2020 campaign. But now Demaral is gone. Demaral went to, to Atalanta. Uh, to Atalanta. Um, so that basically leaves Chiellini, Bonucci. Delict and Rugani. Delict and Rugani. That is it. So what do we think about these guys filling in the center back role? Well, they're champions now. Yeah, they are. So now we got to respect Chiellini, Bonucci. They're, they're Euro champions. Will they be able to do it for another year? I don't know. Be the big question. Yeah. Giorgio gets his two-year extension, puts him into Qatar. We talked about this in the Euro preview of Italy. Do go on a run in the Euro. We're stuck with these guys for Qatar. Yeah. So well, based off, you can only, you know, go based off the last performance. And Chiellini Bonucci performed really well. No, they did. So, but the question is, can they do this for a full season? Well, from what we saw last, they're you know, so they should they should be fine for this season. They're pretty good still. Okay. That's okay. So That's the way I look. Until they make a big mistake and they there's, falter, they're still the the go-to guys at this team. I think that I, I'm I'm wary about Giorgio playing a full season like that. Yeah, he does have his injury problems. He has his injury problems. He had injury problems last year. The I'm lick, not. The lick will come yeah, in for him. He'll come in for him. I'm not too worried about Bonucci. I think this is this is going to be it for Bonucci this year and next year is going to be the best he's ever been and. And then that'll be it for him. So these are these next two years are crucial for him. Yeah, and that, the interesting part will be the dynamic between Allegri and Bonucci because they have a bit of a history there. They do. It's been patched over, but it'll be interesting to see Bonucci. Yeah. Um, obviously not getting the armband yet. Kalini still has it. But Dybala, uh, interesting enough, has been given the armband uh, by Allegri in some of the matches because yeah. he's the, one of the most experienced players in the squad. So... It's interesting to see the leadership dynamic change in that change room. Oh, and Dybala, sure. a guy who's been on the out. So I wanted to ask you. In the last Allegri little back. bit, Allegri, does he turn him into superstar again? I, 
I believe he'll have a good season under Allegri. Yeah, I think so. I think Dybala is an Allegri guy. I think he makes a huge difference. And Max Allegri loves him. So you're going to see more of Dybala. And I think you will see a more confident Paolo Dybala. Because the last two seasons, Sadi, Pirlo didn't know what to do with them. I think Allegri knows what to do with them. And uh, how about that midfield? The midfield, still a lot of question marks. I mean, Allegri's got to make something with these players, Bentancourt, Rabiot, Arthur. and uh, Artur, they're the big three in the middle. So, and Weston McKennie too, we can't forget about him. He had, and Aaron Ramsey, actually. They, they, they decided to keep him. They did. Allegri says they don't need to sign a new number eight because he's good enough in the defensive phase. So, he sees something there. It'll be interesting to see how he sets up the team differently, tactics-wise. Yeah. Uh, you know, these are good players at the end of the day. And I think Allegri is a better coach than Sadi and Pirlo. And I think he does get more out of these players than those oh, two sure. previous managers. For sure. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll get into some predictions a little bit later. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. So that basically sums up Juve. We expect them to do much better than last season. Expect them to do better. Yeah. They're going to cause headaches for all the non-Juve fans. Now, let's move on to the next team. The Nerazzurri, the defending champions. I mean... What is going on with this club? Let's talk about it. Conte out. Lukaku out. Hakimi out. Hakimi out. Erickson out, unfortunately, yeah. due to the, his heart condition. Yeah, Inter. Inter's a mixed bag right now. They uh, really are. Their parent company, Xuning, is $6.6 billion in debt in China. That's why they uh, are liquidating everything. Um, but it, it's strange because apparently we're struggling for money, but yet we're buying players back, which which is unbelievable. It so they they sense. sold Akimi, uh, sold Lukaku, which originally everyone was under the impression that it was Suning that wanted to sell him. Actually, it was Lukaku wanted to leave. So Lukaku facing huge backlash, turning his back on uh, the city that made him the king. Yeah. Arguably the best player in City out last year. Um, so Inter... Signing Simone Inzaghi as a new manager. There's going to be a lot of question marks around this team. At the end of the day, they are still champions. They got the champion mentality. It's just going to look a little bit different up top. We have Edin Dzeko now. He came in for Lukaku. We have a young Martin Satriano, Uruguayan Italian kid, 20 years old. Has been phenomenal in preseason. Yeah. Uh, another bonus is Lautaro Martinez is deciding to stay in Inter. He's he could have been paid triple his current wage to go to Tottenham or Arsenal, but he decided to stay. So that's what we want to see uh, from the City A superstars. Denzel Dumfries has come in to replace Hakimi in the right back position. Federico Di Marco is coming off a huge season at Hellas Verona. Looks like he'll be staying at Inter. So the pieces are there. This team is still great. It's still the best midfield at the end of the day in the league. Still the best defense at the end of the day in the league. So it'll be very interesting. It's just, can the forwards click? Lukaku was such a huge part of the offense last year. And it's going to be interesting to see what the new manager, Simone Inzaghi, who also plays a 3-5-2 like Conte, maybe with a little bit more offensive flair. Conte's a bit more one-dimensional with the way we would attack. It's, it was always the same thing, but it was effective. Simone Inzaghi, we know, likes to get the midfield involved. Luis Alberto, Milikovic, Savic, we saw how great they were under him. And he turned Chiro Immobile into a couple Caninieri, scoring 30-plus goals in one season. So he can change, let's say, a, a just above average player. He can turn them into superstars. So it'll be interesting to see what he could do with our strikers. Uh, they just got to buy into the Simone Inzaghi system. And, and you hope, as an Inter fan, I just hope that their heads are in it. And 
they pull up their socks. There's two ways it can go. It's either, oh, we're losing all our best players and we're just going to collapse, you know, or they say, hey, we don't need these guys. Pull up our socks. We're enter, and let's take the season by the, the horns. And I think they, after seeing some of these preseason performances, I'm I'm convinced that they're still going to be up there for the Scudetto Challenge. Actually, they look pretty decent, even without uh, Lukaku and Akimi in the squad. So I think overall Inter are still looking pretty solid. Just a few question marks around them. You didn't say too much about the new big man up top for Inter. Uh, about Dzeko, $6.5 million. He was the cheapest, safest option. Coming from Roma, signs a two-year deal. Thank yeah. you very much for getting him off the books. He played in his first preseason game against uh, Dianne Kiev. He scored. He still looks quick, still looks strong. Yeah, he'd... He's sharp. Maybe, you know, leaving a trash club, he's now going to turn into a superstar. Well, listen... <laughs> Here's, <laughs> I'll, I'll get, he's you know, he's going to be playing with champions now. No. You know what? With Eden, with Eden Zeko, I do wish him all the best. It was time for him to leave Roma. It just wasn't the right fit for him. And I think he wasn't utilized properly. I think Inter, in the role that they're going to play, you're going to see Eden Zeko bounce back this season. I think you're going to see probably 10, 15 goals from him. I think that would be a successful I think buy so for too. you guys. For, for a 35-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you didn't really mention another guy there. Who? Hakan Chalanoglu. Oh yeah, coming Hakan, in from Inter. Well, that's what I feel about him. I'm I'm underwhelmed by that signing. Uh, Dump I, an AC for Inter. Yeah, you know I don't know. I don't know what he brings. I saw him last year for Milan. I wasn't too impressed. I guess he's going to replace Ericsson. Nobody can replace Ericsson for me in the squad. So yeah. he's going to be there to make up the numbers. I just hope Simone and Zaghi can just get it right and stick yeah, to his guns. Hopefully. Um, the one thing I want to talk about with Simone Inzaghi is Simone Inzaghi, we saw it with Lazio. Simone Inzaghi is not afraid uh, to uh, to rotate his goalkeepers, as we saw with Pepe Reina and uh, take, overtaking uh, Strakosha there. Uh, looking at Inter's goalkeepers, you have a nice, bright talent in Radu from Romania there. You're running with your captain, Samir Handanovic, for another season, which to me is a mistake. Uh, and then you have some depth in this Gabriel Brazao kid. Uh, but your third goalkeeper, a free agent from Crotone, Alex Cordaz. Who isn't going to play. Probably won't play a minute. He's there just to fill in for depth. It'd be funny if he did play, though. I, he won't play. I'm hoping he kind of plays a game so I can just bug you. <laughs> but um, what do you think about their decision to keep Samir Handanovic here? Did you think it was, you know, we won a Scudetto, it's time to move on? and give I Ra- thought. I thought it was time to move on, bring in Radu, or find a better replacement. Yeah. But Radu is a pretty good goalkeeper. He is a good goalie. He's a pretty good goalkeeper. And he do has good think, feet. Do you think Simone Inzaghi will, if, will have a short leash on Handanovic? I think so. Yeah. That's going to be the interesting thing. Simone Inzaghi's never coached big personalities. Yeah. So now he has a team full of champions who right. are going to be maybe overconfident. The Eagles are definitely going to be big. You're going to have a few Italian internationals that won both the Scudetto and the Euros. So it's going to... Are they going to show the respect to this guy? That's the thing. Is he going to bow to them or are they going to bow to him? That's going to be the interesting thing. So hopefully they come together and there's no big egos in this team. Because if there's big egos in this team and they don't work for each other, it's over. This Inter project's done. Well, it's a big test. It's a big test. That's uh, that's Inter Milan for you. Uh, Let's move on to the next squad. Napoli. So the bald eagle has returned. He's been freed from the golden prison, and that is Luciano Spalletti has come in and taken this Napoli team and uh, from Gennaro Gattuso. Not many changes in this Napoli squad. Pretty the much. latest one was a uh, 
was kind of a surprise for me because I thought he'd never play in City out again. But uh, Juan Jesus now has come in as a depth signing for Napoli. He had his medical. So Juan Jesus from Roma as a free transfer over to uh, Napoli. I don't understand it. I know Juan he- Luciano Spalletti was a big fan of Juan Jesus at Roma. This is not the same guy. Um, rumors of Costas Manolas possibly going back to Greece for Olympiacos. Um, what do you think about this squad, Napoli? I think this is a squad in in desperate need of change. They don't look good. They had they made no signings. They just secured Matteo Politano from Inter, and they signed a, a depth keeper. Uh, and that's it. Got rid of Haisaj, Nikola Maksovic. Maksimovic didn't sign. So they lost players. And senior rumored to be on the way out to enter. I don't know. I don't know. They still have one of the best attacks in the league, which Luciano Spalletti, uh, he knows how to utilize his attacking players. Always sets up sol- uh, solidly on the defense. And he's always fighting for top four. Yes, he's all, they're always there. A Luciano Spalletti team, no matter what it is, it's always there in the top four. But will it be enough this time around with the squad? I feel like a lot more guys have one foot out the door in this squad. They're not thinking of Napoli. No, they're very egotistical. You know, there's a couple of players that I'm interested in seeing what Luciano Spalletti can do with them. One guy that needs to revive his career big time is Andrea Patania, 26 years old. World Cup coming up. World Cup coming up. This guy could be the easily the number nine for the Azzurri if he wanted it. And if he put his mind to it, he just mentally, he hasn't been in the right space. Maybe Gattuso wasn't the right manager for him, but maybe Spalletti can get something out of him. I'm yeah, hoping. If Spalletti's the guy. One of the best Italian managers around. Hasn't won much, but at the same time, like we said, he's always fighting for top four. He's, he's always, always threatening. Yeah, He's always fighting for top four. And if I know I'm going to go a little bit back, but one of the first teams... That was a regular fixture in qualifying for the Champions League. That was always there was Udinese, and he made, a, he developed superstar sh- strikers basically in a trident of Vincenzo Iaquinta, uh, Di Natale, and Di Michele. So, I mean, those guys aren't those guys without Luciano Spalletti. Yeah, and then so, we see his work at Roma, what he accomplished. Yeah, top four all the time. And Inter, you know, he was a big part of the Inter revival. Yeah. And winning the Scudato. He played a huge role in laying the foundations for exactly. that team. So very good manager. It'll be interesting to see. I think overall, I think it's an improvement for Napoli. It really is. They need somebody like this. But the players, we have doubt in the board, though, and the owner, Di Laurentiis, yeah. not wanted to spend the money. That's the problem. So we'll see what happens with Napoli. Napoli playing in the Europa League this year um as well so they'll be participating in that tournament so we'll see what happens with them uh let's move on to probably one of the only teams that's really improved ac milan yeah i agree with that statement um, what ways have you think they improved and one of the only managers to stay at yeah, his club stefano pioli gets his first real test now champions league football uh this will be interesting to see what happens here um I think they've improved in all facets. So the big thing hanging over Milan last year was if Donnarumma was going to stay or if Donnarumma was going to go. And I applaud Milan for how they handled the situation. They got fed up to the point where it's like, listen, you don't want to sign with us? Go. Take a walk. And right away, Mike Magnan comes in. Fantastic goalkeeper. One Liga last year. One Liga. Possibly going to make it crack his way into the top three for the French squad. 
has all the potential. Well, he's in there now. Hugo Lloris is on the way out, so he. You there you go. You per- is a contender for the French goalie. number one, right? Mm-hmm. So Mike Magnan, that is fantastic for them. Um, looking at their defense, somewhat the same. Simon Kiar is going to be their captain this year, and rightly so. Simon Kiar was a horse last year for them, and uh, I can't think of anyone more deserving in the squad for the captaincy armband than um, Simon Kiar. Uh, let's see what happens with Alessio Romagnoli, uh, Matteo Gabbia, another year coming under his back. Teo Hernandez, probably bitter that he didn't make the French squad for the Euro. Crazy. That was absolutely crazy. With, with the problems they had, too, in the wing-back positions, but exactly. that's another com- so, conversation. Teo Hernandez probably has a chip on his shoulder. You're gonna, I think you're going to see a massive year for Teo Hernandez. And they signed some uh, reinforcements in that left-back position. Foley Baloture, yep. Senegalese French player, 24 from Monaco, so... Yeah. Added some depth in the left back position. Yeah. Expect to see a massive season from David de Calabria. Um who will who will be in the top two right backs for the national team now that he's recovered from injuries, recovered from surgery that he's needed to have. Um so David de Calabria, big uh, big season coming up. And then uh also can't forget Fikayo Tomari. Signed permanently, back. yeah. Signed permanently. The Canadian English. 22 men. million, yeah. And, uh, and, and they also brought back Sandro Tonali. Yeah. They bought him permanently now for a They bought him permanently for a, a reduced bargain, fee. Yeah. bargain deal. But so maybe that, that was part of the master plan. Just, you know, make him look like crap and then sign him on the low. Yeah. So they got him on uh, on a, I think for 7 million they signed him from Brescia. Yeah. That's how high his stock dropped. Yeah. Uh, Tommaso Pobega actually had an outstanding season at Spezia. He, he went alone to Spets. He has now returned, and it looks like they've decided to keep him. So that will be interesting to see how his Milan career takes off. Brahim Diaz, Brahim Diaz making yeah. the permanent switch, I believe, uh, to Milan now. Yep. Or he's permanent. on loan still until 2023. And the big signing. Olivier. The depth signing, scoring bucket loads of goals in preseason. I think this is what Milan's been missing for the longest time. They've been relying on Rebic. They've been relying on Leao. For me, Zlatan doesn't have it anymore. They bring in Olivier Giroud, Giroud, 34 years old. Maybe the signing of the City A season. Big time. Uh, what are you looking forward to with Milan and Giroud wearing the number nine, getting these rid guys, of that curse? Yeah, these guys are gonna be. Uh, these guys are gonna be exciting. Milan fans, don't get ahead of yourselves. Just enjoy the moments. <laughs> don't get ahead of yourselves like last year. Don't get too arrogant, too fast. Just enjoy the moment. Uh, Champions, you know, it's going to be great to see AC Milan back in Champions League after how many years? That's I don't even remember. It's been that long. Yeah, they're AC Milan, they're 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 basically they're a Champions League team. They they the most successful Champions Italian Champions League team, right? So, we'll see what this squad can do. Uh, we saw what they could do uh, juggling Europa League with uh, Serie A last year. They, they handled it quite well. Um, we'll see what they do in Champions League with the big dogs. I think it's going to be an exciting... I think this team is very exciting. They got all these... They basically brought the whole core back. Hakan Chalonoglu leaves. They don't miss him, though. They, they won't no. miss him, no. You're going to see a huge season from Brahim Diaz, I think. Giroud is going to be interesting to see how he handles that, Serie A. For me, that's what Milan's been missing for the longest time. Yeah, number nine. Of his quality. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm excited about Mike Magnan. That's who I'm excited Donald about. Donnarumma, as good as he was, I don't think they miss him. He's a backup now at PSG. Yeah. Stupid 12 million decision. a year backup. Uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, don't want to spend too much time on this, but he has to not 
knock Kaylor Navas off his perch. I think Kaylor Navas, you have to respect him. Yeah. One of the most successful Champions League goalies of all time. He's won countless trophies with Real Madrid uh, and PSG. He's, he's been outstanding his entire career. One of the best goalies ever. So Donnarumma has to knock him off his perch. No, he does. And Donnarumma had a massive Euro, massive tournament. Basically showed the world who he was. So now it's time to... He's got to sh- build off it. But build off that, right? So we'll see what happens. As but a that's, backup now. He is now in Ligue 1. That's so I don't think we'll be talking about no. Donnarumma too much other than the national team, to be yeah. honest with you. But uh, Mike Magnan, I can't wait to see this guy. Yeah. He's going to be exciting. So AC Milan, it's good. a big team to, you know, another top four contender. Possibly, could they... Could they push into the Scudetto realm? Who knows? It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Next team, third At- place last year. Atalanta. Atalanta, making some signings. Uh, They've gotten worse. And for some me. departures. Uh, biggest departures, Christian Romero leaving them at all, coming in to replace Christian Romero. Juan Musso, the Argentine, yeah. coming in in the goalkeeping position. Spart- for Golini. For Golini going I at the I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I, I don't know. Matteo Lovato, though, coming in. Yeah. That's a pretty decent signing in the center back. So they're, they're shoring that up. Giuseppe Pizzella from, uh, from, Parma. from Parma. So some some good signings uh, overall. But getting rid of some big key pieces in Christian Romero. Started on the bench for Tottenham. What do you think about uh, Atalanta, the business they've done, and how their season, that looks going to be? Well, Atalanta has basically cashed in on their on their development. Uh, Atalanta prides themselves in how they develop talent. They buy them for cheap and then they develop them into superstars, hence Christian Romero. Golini, I don't understand going to, you know, a starter. There there has to be more to the story. There's got to be something. There's got to be an issue with management or money. Yeah, it's I don't understand. I don't understand why you'd want to go from pretty much arguably being the number 1 for a team that is now a regular staple in the Champions League. To basically, you're going to be sitting on the bench again because Hugo Lloris, you're not going to knock him no. off his perch at Tottenham. Not a Champions League, not in the Europa League. Yeah, it just does. They're in the Conference League. Doesn't make sense. In the Conference League, man. Who plays in the Conference League? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, we'll get to them soon. I just, I don't get it. But uh, I think Christian Romero is going to leave a massive hole. Uh, his departure leaves a massive hole in this, and I don't think Damaral, especially from what we saw at his performance Oof. with Turkey, Oof. Euro, yikes. He even had a terrible season with Juve last year. And so. after Christian Romero, too, he won the Copa America for Argentina since yeah. 92, I think it was. Yeah. It's been that long. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But for those of you that don't know, for those of you that don't watch the Premier League, I don't watch it. Um, Paratici is the yeah. manager. Well, not the manager, but he's a sporting director. At Tottenham. So, obviously, he knows you have Tottenham that have money. Premier League team has money. City A clubs don't have too much money. So, he's just basically raiding City A for all their talent because he's getting deals and a half, right? Yep. So, Paratici making a smart move uh, Tottenham-wise because they, they got a superstar center back for some reasons on the bench. And they got, uh, you know, they got a fantastic goalkeeper in Golini. I just... Galini, I just don't understand. If, if you want more playing time or if you want more money, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I actually expect a downfall from this squad, a regression, I think, All this right. year. I think Romero's going to, Romero's Leave departure, big hole. Big hole. Demoral is not a replacement. But what player. about Matteo Lovato, the 21-year-old? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope to see him do well. 
Um, I, I, you know, I hope he's the the guy to to replace Romero. I'd like to see how Toloi bounces off. He's had a fantastic summer as well. We'll see how he does with another season. I just this Atalanta team, I don't know. I just they don't do it for you. They don't do it for me. No. All right, let's move on to the next squad. La Roma. La Roma. La Roma. I know you have a lot to say about them. What do you think about them, Christian? I mean, this it's year? been uh, the Mercato this summer has been uh, it's been crazy for for Roma. I mean, there's been some offloading of the books, which has been fantastic. Guys are coming off the books. Adam Zeko's gone. Juan Jesus is off the books. New managers. New manager in uh, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> savior. Jose. <laughs> Jose. Uh, Jose Mourinho. Uh, Zaniolo coming back off the injury after a year off with uh, tearing his other ACL. Um, and uh, just guys that they're bringing in now. I mean, the big one today is Tammy Abraham. And, $44 uh, million. That's a lot of money for a number nine. Um, what do you think? A guy a guy that's maybe unproven? Yeah, I, I, he's unproven. He had a the thing I don't like about Tammy Abraham. I guess we'll just jump right into Tammy. The thing I don't like about Tammy Abraham is the amount of convincing they had to do to get this guy uh, to come to Roma, and the amount of cash they had to splash. So, I'll, as a Roma fan, for me, it gives me a mixed message. The books are so unbalanced for the Friedkins that they got to offload all these players to get them off the off the paybooks. Eden Zeko was a big one because he was making six and a half, seven million. Uh, he was the highest paid player on the payroll, which was, and he scored six or seven goals last year, which is ridiculous because he doesn't fit the system. Mm-hmm. So we finally get him off the books, and then we bring in Tammy Abraham for six million a season. We pay them forty-four million euros i believe that's what the total cost of the deal is and with a buyback clause with a buyback clause for 68 mil yeah which doesn't make sense to me so basically we're paying chelsea to develop their player for a couple of seasons if he's great and then they're gonna buy him back at a bargain price at a bargain price so thank you very much for developing him see you later and if he's a boss (laughs) you're stuck with a 40 we're stuck with a 40 million (laughs) plug like i don't get it so that's one thing I don't get. The one thing I get is there's another player there, Eldor Shomorodov. Great signing. Fantastic signing from Genoa for 20 mil, which was, I guess it's paid over a few years because uh, that's how Serie A works. Serie A is not like the Premier League or La Liga where you have to pay a, a transfer fee up front. Because clubs struggle for money in the Serie A, they pay transfer fees over certain periods of time. So I think Shomorodov is, I think, over a couple of years where they're going to pay that 20 million. This guy's fantastic, 26 years old. Uh, came in from Rostov very late to Genoa last year. Had a fantastic season with them. Uh, shined really late, scored some wonder goals in City A for Genoa. And is used to playing the counterattacking style. Jose Mourinho, we know, counterattacking kind of manager. So Shomorodov is going to split, is going to fill in very well. So Shomorodov, I understand, because you got to replace Zeko, and it's not a bad buy, right? I think it's the a great buy. The salary's great too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Jose Mourinho forgets about a striker that we have that's going to be a nobody now. He's probably not going to get time anymore. And I had a stellar season last year, 17 goals last year in all competitions. Career season. Borja Mayoral. Well, why, why? He's he's nothing anymore. Because you got to run with Tammy Abraham and then Shomorodov. I get Shomorodov. I don't get Tammy Abraham. 
I don't get T- it. Tammy's a bit of a risk. He's a huge risk. He's a huge and risk. And someone obviously that isn't going to be loyal to the badge either. Exactly. Exactly. He doesn't care about Roma. He really doesn't. You can see that. They, He said in the press conference today, what impressed me is how much Roma showed they wanted me. Like, give me a break, man. We had to give you $6 million, an unproven striker. Listen, you want to make it, crack it, make it into the Premier League. You want to crack into the English squad. Go to Roma for a price. Keep your mouth shut. Put your head down and do your work. For the amount of money that Roma's paid this guy, if this guy does not score at least 10 goals, it is going to be a huge failure for them. Huge failure. I'm saying that as a Roma fan. Um, The other thing I want to talk about too is the goalkeeper position. So... You're bringing in... Your favorite goalie is gone. Paul Lopez. <laughs> so, Paul Lopez goes into Ligue 1 with a loan with a... with a, I think they got to meet certain... Yeah, two, it was a loan, $2 million fee. Yeah, with the option to buy option or an to buy, obligation believe, yeah. to buy after certain periods. yeah. So, you got to get Paul Lopez off the books. The most expensive goalkeeper you've ever splashed money on. And... So, it took a hit there. Yeah, it took a hit there. So, you get him off the books, but then you're... You spend $11 million on bringing in Rui Patricio from Wolves. And I don't mind Rui Patricio, but the fee is ridiculous. The guy is on his last legs, on his way out. And it, for the amount of money you paid for Rui Patricio, you're better off just running another season with Paulo Lopez. Or, or signing one of the legit good Italian yeah. young goalies. Because yeah. there's a plethora of them in the league. Golini, for example. Golini would have cost a little bit, but there's Silvestri who will say Marco Silvestri. There's a ton of goalies. Yeah, I don't. Adero from Sampdoria, one of your favorite. I love him, Amilo Adero. So I mean, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, I really don't. But uh, midfield-wise, it looks like he's shoring up who he wants to play there. Uh, He loves Diawara. Diawara's okay. This uh, this kid Bove is going to be a kid to watch out for. He's kind of forcing his way through in preseason. Eduardo Bove, 19 years old. 19 year old youth product. He's actually forced his way into Mourinho's mind, and we all know how Jose Mourinho is with youth. He doesn't like him. Uh, Darbo, we'll see how Darbo does in the second season. Darbo broke out at the end of the last season for La Roma. Now we'll see how he does. Brian, the Italian Canadian, Brian. European champion is finally playing where he's supposed to be playing. And mm-hmm. that's in the holding mid. Uh, very excited to see how Brian Cristante does. Mkhitaryan looks like he's patched up his relationship with uh, Jose Mourinho. Yeah, which, is, which is good to see. I'm excited to see what he does in the back. I think Mancini's got to be your staple. He loves Mancini. Mancini is, a younger, uh, is the new Marco Materazzi. That's his style of play. Jose Mourinho loves that. He's going to be Jose Mourinho's bastard. So for for Roma, one of the most active teams in the transfer market this year, would you say it was a successful Mercato? Still, still can make some moves, but they've uh, brought in 13 players. 30 have left. They're 106 million in the hole. They've got a lot of guys off the books. Um, they've and the talent that they've invested in is not aside from Rui Patricio. Is young talent that has a bright future. So I have to say, the Mercato for Roma, on 
it's been for me it's been a really mixed bag but more leaning on they've done a good job and the reason why i'm giving them that is i'm giving them full marks for shomorodov because i think you're going to see a lot of this guy and sorry, are, i got that reverse sorry 30 players and 13 out sorry no problem yeah um uh, I know they're struggling to get other guys out, like Javier Pastore. Mm-hmm. Javier Pastore is a guy, he's not in Roma's plans. He trains at Trigoria by himself, and he posts it on Instagram how much he loves training by himself. Like, buddy, you're not wanted? Leave. Like, if I'm a professional football player and I'm not wanted, I'm going to go play for a team that wants me. Even if you're making... The, some of these players how, how only care about the money. And that's And that's... And that's another thing too. Anzanzi, another guy. Another guy that's Anzanzi has had offers from Qatar. He doesn't have offers anywhere else because he sucks. But he'd rather just oh, I'd rather just stay and collect my paycheck with Roma and not play. He's like Juan Jesus, the other guy that I want to, you know, wring his neck. Federico Fazio, deal. Who in, could be good, arguably? Deal if in he place. steps up. No, this I, I've lost all respect for this guy. <laughs> deal in place to go to Parma. Okay. Deal in place to go to Parma for this season. Bring Parma back to Serie A glory. He's going to a team that wants him. Mm-hmm. He's going to a team that would have him in his in the plans. The day that he's supposed to jump on the plane to go to Parma and have the medical, he doesn't show up because he changed his mind. You believe that? That's I'd rather, Roma. I'd rather collect my paycheck. It's too fun and it's too comfortable in Roma. Roma, I'm telling you, Roma is like the Toronto Maple Leafs of the Serie A. They really are. They love... To make their fans suffer. They probably Roma fans are probably the most passionate fans in the league, but we suffer like there is no tomorrow. Still living on that glory of 2001 when we won the Scudetto. That's the last time we won the Scudetto. 20 years. 20 years. We'll see if uh, we'll see if in uh, in my lifetime I'll get to see that glory again. Who freaking knows? Who freaking knows? But that's Roma. To me though. I think Jose Mourinho was a good signing. I've digested it all summer. It was good. Uh, I think... Already getting sent off in preseason. Yeah. You know what? It's going to be an exciting season for Roma. I think we're going to do well. Uh, I think he's going to be... He's going to be absolutely possessed with winning the Europa Conference League. Because we are in the Conference League. We're, we're the Italian yeah. representative there. We're playing Trabonspar. Um, in the qualifications, in the home and home qualification, two legs. Uh, we start Thursday against them. We'll see what happens. He's going to be possessed <laughs> with being the first manager ever to win the Europa he Conference League. He will be. But before we go on to the next team, I want to say he said when he came on, he had his press conference, he said the right thing. He's like, the Friedkins and I have a three year project. We'll see how long we're that not going to win. We're, he's not here to win now. He's here to develop and turn Roma around. And let's see in three years where Roma is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next team. Lazio. Lazio. Maurizio Sari back in the managerial seat in Serie A. Yeah. For Lazio. It's going to be interesting. The team that's been playing 3-5-2 for the longest time under Simone Inzaghi. Then go four three three. Four three three offensive style. Nice possession. Game they play under Sadi, lots of pressing. It's gonna be a totally new Lazio. Some big names that have come in. It is uh Haisage. Felipe Anderson makes a return. 
Yeah. After they sold him to West Ham, I believe it was for around 30 million. The big bus around comes five, back. Five, six years ago, the big bus comes back. Signed uh, Luca Romero, Raul Moros, gets promoted from the youth team. So the only big signings are Felipe Anderson and Haisaj. Whole bunch of players heading out Matteo Musacchio, Lulic, Parolo, uh, Minala, Nicola Armini. So a lot of dead weight leaving. Not much coming in. It's going to be a thin squad. What do we uh, What do we think about Lazio's transfer dealings, and what What do we expect maybe from Lazio? Well, they I guess they uh, they had to make they had to clear up the books. Very thin squad. Uh, they were a thin squad as it was last they year. They were, and now they're even thinner. Um, they're like a stick. <laughs> I'm interested to see what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to interested to see what's going to happen with this Lazio team. Um, I hope they fail as a Roma fan, but uh, I'm interested to see what Maurizio Sarri is going to do with the squad. I think he's the right kind of guy to do this. I'm curious to see how Cheeto is going to respond to Maurizio Sarri. Yes, that's a big that's a big question there. Um, other than that, I think this team is going to hover around hover around the upper mid table. I just I think they're going to cause some upsets. I just don't see them being consistent. But this is a team that you should never take lightly. Uh, that's my opinion of them. We'll just see as the season goes on how exhausted they get. They might get some reinforcements in January. Who knows? Um, but for me, I think the biggest acquisition they did was Maurizio Sari. I agree. That that was That's what uh, Lotito's banking on. He's banking on Sari to turn these guys into something else. I mean, this was a Lazio team that was in Champions League just last year. I know. You They're know. in Europa League now. So they've gone downhill. I think Lotito sees that. It was just a managerial change that needs to happen. But mm-hmm. there's some very stiff competition for top four positions this year. Big time. Anything's possible when you got the chimney at the helm. Yeah. The only positive is they haven't lost any superstars, really. No. That's a good thing. Yeah. So next team. Sassuolo. Sassuolo. Losing. Unfortunately, losing one of the best young managers in the league. Going to Shakhtar Donetsk. The Zerbi. But also bringing in a promising manager. Yes, bringing in Alessio Dionisi, who won the he won the he won the City of B last year with Empoli. So bright young talent. He played professionally too, didn't he? I believe so. Jump ship, yeah. Jump ship and goes to Sassuolo right away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, looking at this team, more of the same. Locatelli looks like he is going to go to Juve. So. They're losing a big hole. There's a big hole there to fill uh, for Sassuolo. But, there is. Uh, that would be a huge mess. Yeah, but uh, other than that, somewhat the same. Goldaniga yeah. comes back from Genoa. Nice young uh, young uh, center back there. Big boy. It's interesting to see who they're going to run with in their center back pairing. I, are they going to run with Kirikis again and Gianmarco Ferrari? I think a guy that needs a look. That came from Cagliari a couple of years ago. Bright talent, Filippo Romagna. This guy's got something. I hope that Dionisi sees it and gives Filippo Romagna the minutes he needs. Yeah. Another big change, kind of on loan under the radar, Gianluca Scamacca, a highly yeah. sought-after Italian striker. It looks like he will be staying as a swallow. He will be the main guy up top, uh, sharing time with Francesco Caputo. It'll be exciting to see if, if they pair Scamaca with Raspadori. That is going to be scary. Yeah, so... These guys, these two guys, 
led the under 23 squad this past summer, right? Exactly. And that's the thing. Donisi does play. He plays usually a 4-3-1-2 formation. Mm-hmm. So he likes the two strikers with the guy in the hole. Definitely Raspadori can play either position. You know, this could be, once again, the team to look out for. One yeah. of the Bookclays surprise stories. Yeah. Bookclays, I'm the most excited to seeing these two play. And then don't forget, you got Domenico Berardi there. Yes. How could you forget? Exactly. The man. So once again, another team that hasn't lost anybody. They've other gained, than, they've gained a striker and maybe Locatelli, maybe. Still not 100% confirmed, but new manager. Uh, it'll be interesting to see Sosuolo what they bring. Yeah. Next match. I mean, next match. Next match. My oh, God. Mia. Fiorentina. Yes, the Camiso-led Fiorentina, the Viola. Yes, your favorite manager in the league. Out again. Yeah. Beppe Iacchini. The man in the hat is gone. Spezia's manager from last year, Vincenzo Italiano, having a pretty decent season. He is now the man at the helm. Uh, I think it's a good fit. Yeah, we're going to play definitely a more offensive, fluid game than Beppe Iacchini ever provided. Big questions, though. Vlahovic being poached by Atletico Madrid. Another city ass superstar probably on the way out. Yep. 60 million is the offer uh, being reported. Gonna take it. Camiso's going to take yes, it. Yes, Camiso's, that's where it's at right now. The paper's been handed to Camiso. He has the final say. It's just waiting for his confirmation. It looks like, yeah, does Camiso bite? We think he does. Yeah. Uh, what do you think this means for Fiorentina this season? Well, that means you're going to run with a young player that was misutilized last year in Christian Kwame, I think. I think that's going to force them to use Kwame. But this is the thing. I'm going to go back real quickly to Italiano. It's a, it's a perfect match because... Fiorentina had the offensive pieces and played a counterattacking style. That's why they suffered so much last year. Now, they're pretty much the same squad with some upgrades and losing Vlahovic. Now they're going to play attacking style. This is a team that I think is going to finish in the upper mid-table. This is a team to watch out for. Team that finished 13th last year. They'll, be, they'll move up a few places for sure this year. Um, Made one very interesting signing in Nicolas Gonzalez yes. uh, coming from Stuttgart in Germany. He yep. is Argentine, young player, amazing dribbler of the ball. Yeah, good finisher. He does it all. He's a good finisher. Good at. He likes to take a shot from distance. Good in the air. Good at crossing. He's an electric winger and a player to look out for. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be replacing Ribéry uh, in this team who has uh, seen the door. Yeah. There's so. also some players that are coming coming back or coming in, in that or well they're coming back. So Alfred Duncan's coming back from Cagliari. Yes. Big piece there. Now that you have Italiano, Marco Benassi is going to get minutes that he deserves. He's going to probably play side-by-side with Castrovilli, my fellow Barez compatriot there. Yeah, one of the more solid midfielders. Yeah, Youssef Male had a fantastic season at Venezia, coming back to Fiorentina. And then Italiano's guy from Spezia is coming back, Ricky Samponara. So this team, and you got one of the better goalkeepers out there, my friend Bartolome Dragowski. Yeah, you know, it'll be exciting, but it'll be disappointing to see Camiso. You know, do we want success? You have Lavich, who was very successful, money? or do you want money? And you're going to see Comiso. He has a big decision to make. He, I'm telling you right now, he's going to piss off a lot of Fiorentina fans. He already has. If Lavich leaves. He's already pissed off Fiorentina For a guy that's come out and said, too, it's all about the sport and this and that, and I don't want to make Fiorentina a successful club. If he was to sell this player, 
I don't know. I don't think it would look too good for him. No. So he's kind of in a hard spot right now. Uh, next team. Our Canadian team, Bologna. Bologna. Coming off a massive upset yesterday, losing to Ternana in the Coppa Italia. Jesus. Yeah, not looking too good for them. Missing a a striker, really. I mean, they have... Yeah, they got they got rid of uh, Rodrigo Palacio. Really didn't run with the striker last year. No, they ran more so with forwards that ran from deep into the yeah. box. Musa Baro, for instance, uh, was one of those players. But they did sign one big man from the Euros, Marko Arnautovic. Yep, should be pretty decent. Anyone that recognizes this name, Van Huydonk, played in uh, the Premier League. Famous Dutch player. This is his son, Sydney. Uh, Bologna signed him, twenty-one-year-old Dutch. Uh, kid, and it'll be interesting to see what he can do. So some interesting talents up top. I don't know if Bologna, though, the manager, Sinsi uh, Mihalovic, if he's going to be able to mash it all together. What do you think about this team so far, Christian? Piece-wise, they look okay. But, uh, yeah, I think tactically they're not set up to succeed with Sinisa Mihalovic. I think Takahiro Tomiyasu's on his way out to Tottenham anyway. So that's a big piece loss. But... My man, Kevin Bonifazzi's come in from Spal. We're going to see this guy in City A finally. Finally. He gets the... Well, we saw him with Udinese last year. Um, Lucas Skorovski, hopefully he has another stellar season. They've shored up the goalkeeper and bring in Francesco Bardi, former Interista from Frosinone. And, uh, yeah, Arnautovic is probably the biggest signing we're going to see. Yeah. And then, you know, Diego Falconelli is another guy that just came back from loan, too. So there's some pieces there. Musa Barros made his move permanent. There's some pieces there, but the number nine position is definitely there for the taking. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. But the thing about Arnautovic, is Mihalovic going to play him on the flank, or is he going to play him in the middle? No, you got to play him in the middle. He's too slow for the flank now. Well, we'll but see. some big names that did leave the team. Andre Poli is out, and Danilo, too. The longtime serving center back of Serie A, he's gone. Yeah. A free agent now. Uh, next team, Cagliari. Okay, Cagliari. Um, what do we think? Well, Leonardo they're... still at the home. Semplici. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they they really they really turned it around after they got rid of Di Francesco, but uh, I don't know. I mean, the Strutman came in, so that's a big plus for them. But I don't know what to make of this Cagliari team. I really don't. Yeah, it's, a, like it's a essentially the same team. They're a mixed bag. They're a mixed bag. Essentially the me. same team. Nangala not decided to go back. Uh, going to lose Godin, it seems like, too. So they're yeah. going to be missing center back. It's a team that doesn't have an identity right now. Nope. From what it was two years ago. It's kind of disappointing to see Cagliari, the down shift they've taken. So Yeah, they had so much promise. and Yeah, not too many big players coming in. Diago Farias... Uh, He's returned after his loan spot with Spezia. And like you said, Kevin Strootman's making the, the move there. They've solidified some players like Razvan Marin, who had a terrific season last year. The Romanian is now a quality player 100%. Yep. Uh, Gabriel Zappa, they have brought in 3.85 mil. They purchased him for had a decent season. So some good some good moves. But a lot left to be desired from Caleri, I think. Next team... Torino, Torino, a team that has to build off the disappointment of last season. Not going to look good to start the season, though, with Bolotti, who is highly uh, sought after by Inter and Roma, has gone out with it. Seems like a ligament, cruciate yeah. ligament injury in his knee. What do we think about this team here? Another team that really 
hasn't brought too much in. Nope. And got rid of some dead weight. Yeah, and they brought in Ivan Juric as their coach. I don't know what this. I don't know what I expect. I mean, they lost. They they lose Sirigu, which means that you go with Vanya Milinkovic Savic. I think that's a fantastic move. He's a huge goalkeeper at 6'6". It is, but it's not guaranteed because they did bring in Barisha and they gave him the number one shirt. Yeah. So Barisha, it's the goalkeeping position is going to be up for grabs. No, it will be. It will be. But other than that, I mean, there's nothing There's nothing in this Torino yeah. team that impresses not, nothing me. Nothing exciting. It's literally exciting. the same team. Yeah. Except uh, Marco Piazza. That's it. He, he's... You know, maybe the big name coming in, but uh, he's been a little bit underwhelming in his career of late. So, yeah, I I really don't see not it. much happening at Torino. Another team where the manager is the big big signing. We know what Ivan Jodic brings yeah. solidity, tough to beat his team. So we expect that out of Torino definitely should do better than they did last season at least. Next man, uh, team, new manager for Sampdoria, Roberto Deversa Renieri heading back to France. Yes. What do we think Roberto Devers can do? Failed at Parma, let's say. Yeah, he did. But uh, he had, he didn't have a hope in hell of rescuing that team. You know what? And you know, I, I don't know that it was a uh, there was talent there. So at the end of the day, he didn't do his job. Do we think he can do it at Sampdoria here? Well, he's definitely got more talent in the squad. He got a fantastic goalkeeper in Emilio Daryl, who's a stud. Hopefully he has a he has a, an incredible season again. Um, some players coming back. Uh, fantastic season at Spezia for Julian Chabot. He's so back. He's yeah. back at Sampdoria, which is good. We'll see what we'll see what the Versa runs there. Um, other than that, it's no real move, big moves here. Um, yeah, I don't see any real big moves. Kandreva stays permanently, and uh, up top. You're still running with Fabio Quagliarella at 38, but another center forward that they've brought in, uh, basically from Kiev going bankrupt, is Manuel De Luca, a bright young talent, 23 years old. Uh, what do you expect from Sampdoria this year, or what do I expect? Not much. Yeah, not much. It's a, This has been a disappointing transfer window for Sampdoria. Yeah. They're not going to... It's been not, a safe one. Yeah, safe one, just to finish mid-table. That's... That's really it for Sampdoria. Next team, Halas Verona. Talk about a team on the decline here. <laughs> New manager, Eusebio Di Francesco coming oh in. Oh, my God. Do so these guys want to go down to Serie B? Oh my <laughs> they want to win a trophy that bad. They want to get back into Serie B so they can win something. Oh, my God. This team, I tell you. So, they, <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. So, that, I'm just going to say who they brought in first. Go for it. Ivan Illich, they solidified from Manchester City, $8 million. John Giacomo Magnani, they solidified from Sassuolo for $4.4 million. Uh, Martin Hongola, they brought in. Federico Ceccarini, too, they solidified. So they've brought in nobody. They've sold, arguably, one of the best goalies in Syria, Tudene, for $2.75 million. Sold one of the them. best center backs, young center backs, Matteo Lovato. I mean, you, you're selling promising talent, not bringing in anybody. They, sorry, they did bring in somebody. The goalie replacement is who? Montipo from Benevento. Who's not bad. 25, younger than Silvestri was. Some upside, but he's no Silvestri no. in his career. Um, 
Your captain's Miguel <laughs> Belozo. That's enough. What do you think is going to happen for this club? I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a bad long season for Hellas Verona here. Uh, Frabotta is on a loan here as well. On the left side. Yeah. Trying to replace DiMarco. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I just get bad vibes from this team. You're, you're running Kevin Lozani up top. <laughs> with uh, Nicole, Nikola Kalinic. That just basically says it yeah. for me. I don't expect much. I expect you to save the Francesco the last 10 games. <laughs> and they're, they're, it's crazy that teams, ah, whatever. We'll see what happens. No disrespect them, but... It's not looking good. Already. He's a terrible <laughs> manager. I'm getting, I'm getting friggin' flashbacks from last season. How we opened up last season already. Yeah. Uh, Can't believe this guy's got another job in Serie. But you gotta think, if this doesn't work out, that's it. You're never gonna get another job. There's gonna the be division. some crazy team that's gonna hire him. Yeah. If Zamparini takes another team, yeah, he <laughs> might hire him. So anyway, that's Hellas Verona. There's not much to say. There's not much to say. <laughs> if you're a Hellas Verona fan, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. Poor, what a bad, what a bad time for Verona fans. Kievo goes bankrupt, and, and not, and, <laughs> and Hellas Verona is gonna go down. And the crazy thing is, not too long ago, you know, in recent remember they had the, one of the best Italian midfielders of all time in their team, in Jorginho. Yeah. And where are they now? <laughs> yeah, they had Jorginho. They had Romulo. Like, they were fighting in the top seven last year, and they fell apart. We knew that was gonna happen. But look at the. Yeah, it's good it's, luck. Good luck to you. Good luck to you all. Next team, Udinese. Udinese. Sticking with Luca Gotti. Yeah. I expect more from them this year. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't expect them to get relegated. Shoring up the goalkeeping positions, like we said, they did get rid of Wamuso. They brought in Marcos Vesti, which I think is a great signing. Only 30 years old. Still a lot of upside. He was out fantastic last season. I don't understand why they don't give this Scoofet kid a shot. 25 Scoofet. I know he's been a backup. Rotting. They brought in Daniele Padali. They brought in a champion. Bro. As a third goalie. I know. I hope Scoofet, this is his chance to take the gloves away. Because uh, he does have the talent. He does. He does. I mean, uh, other than that, they haven't really done. Udinese hasn't really done much on the market. No. They they brought in uh, German Lazar Samaradic. Yeah, from uh, Leipzig. Attacking midfielder. Uh, yeah. Be an interesting signing, but... They brought in the Italian Argentinian, who's co-owned surprise, surprise with Watford. Yeah, Pusato. He's he's back. Uh, there's not much. There's not much. I mean, they lost their best player last season. Yeah. That's that's the worst part. They lost Rodrigo De Paul, another city had talent leaving to Spain, Atletico Madrid for yeah, just under forty piece. million. That's a big loss. When in Copa America, another Argentine Copa America, that's one a of big the loss. one of the key players too, Messi, praising. Rodrigo de Paul and Chris Romero praising both of them for the work they put in for the yeah. and making a difference in that Argentine team and I'm so disappointed to see him leave uh, but he's gone so Udine will be interesting to see who takes up that mantle in the midfield I don't think anybody can replace uh, Rodrigo de Paul no but uh, yeah Luca Gotti Udine I don't know you think they're going to be better I think they kind of move sideways a little bit down but we'll see anyway. Next team, your boy. The man in the shades comes back for another season. This is when he gets fired. Let's so. see if he lasts more than half a season this here. This is where he gets fired. Uh, Davide Ballardini. They they brought in some interesting talent. Zinho Van Hudson, 
loan transfer. He's he's a promising Belgian uh, center back, tall kid. Uh, we'll see if he gets some time. Hernani's had a quite the impact already in preseason. Scored in the Coppa Italia match to advance Genoa to the next stage and brought in Salvatore Sirigu, who now I got to praise him for this move. He wants to revive his career. He chose a, a good team to go to because Matteo Peren now is a backup again at, at Juve uh, behind Wojciech Chesney. Uh, so Sirigu is the man. Well, we'll here. see because there's a goalkeeper that they brought in from Kievo that could take him out, and Adrian Semper, nice young goalkeeper there. So there's a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's not guaranteed for Sirigu. Um, I mean, f- they brought in, and then people forget that Federico Marchetti is still on the squad too. Like, holy cow. If you put these names... Ten years ago, Jesus. But uh, yeah, what not, do we expect from this squad? Not much. Not much. It's going to be more the same. This is the theme for the bottom uh, to mid-table clubs. Uh, Kevin Agudelo returns from Spets. He was on loan there last season. He's back, so he'll bring some interesting. Yeah. Uh, Favili comes back. Yeah, on loan. Uh, Shibora's going to be there again. Yeah. So there's there's some interesting players. Nicolo Rovella too. He's gonna have to be become the superstar. I think everyone wants him to be, yeah. but he's only 19, so there's a lot of pressure to put on a, on a young Italian's shoulders. But he is capable. Uh, it would be interesting. It's a young team, exciting team with lots of potential. But is Davide Ballardini the right guy to do it? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Next team, the Serie B champions, Empoli. FC Empoli. FC. Unfortunately, losing their coach. Yeah, bringing in another plug, Aurelio Andrealazzi. You don't like him right off the oh, bat. He sucks, man. <laughs> so what do you think of Empoli here? He sucks. He's, expect... he's a 3-5-2 manager for the people <sighs> I want to know. I, I don't know. I don't. He's just not a good manager. <laughs> he's just not a good manager. It frustrates me. Um, going to see Guglielmo Vicario probably play in, in between the sticks. He's on loan from Cagliari, so very good move for him. So he'll be very, very busy, I think, this uh, this season. Other than that, eh, I don't expect much from this this team. They're going to be hovering around. They're gonna their goal is just to stay out of relegation. Yeah, they're going to be hovering around there. But sure. you know, they did bring in some other talent. Uh, they, like you said, Vicario, but they brought in Adrian Ismaili. Yeah, had a big season in Albanian at Spezia. Got some vital goals. I picked up some key points for Spezia, so he'll be joining Empoli uh, as well. We got to look at uh, Liam Henderson, who joined from Lecce. Uh, the young Scottish, well, not young, but 25, somewhat of a promising talent still. He he has joined up with uh, Empoli. And the big signing from Wolverhampton. Do you remember who this man is? Played at Milan. I think he featured in Scotland, if I'm not mistaken. you remember who he is? He was supposed to be a promising talent. He's 23 now, still young. Transfer values dropped a little bit, but Patrick Cutrone is oh, back in right, Serie A. that's right, Patrick! He's back, and he's going to be leading the front for the Sampoli team. So a good signing there. That's it. This is a good team for him. He didn't get his. He didn't get a fair shake at Wolverhampton. No, so he didn't. He didn't. Welcome he back his, to City. Yeah. Yeah, he ruined his career going there. So maybe someone will. Maybe somebody will. Uh, will uh, look into him. All right, let's move on to La Spezia. Managerial change again. Tiago Motta coming in. Giuliano's old hero. My old hero. Uh, he was a great player. He was a great player. This Spets is going to be interesting. You're going to are they going to have their sophomore slump like a lot of teams that get promoted? They have a terrible second season. Um, 
for me, all signs are pointing in that direction. They lost yeah. Matteo Ricci, Ismaili, who we just said, Andre Galinobov is gone. Uh, so that's three key players they had last season. Uh, they did sign some interesting players. Calvin Amien, who was supposed to be a right-back French international at one point in his career, was one of the hottest prospects at the right-back position in France. Yeah. Has been a complete bust his, his career so far. Has joined uh, Spezia from Toulouse. So it'll be interesting to see what he brings to the table in the right-back position. But besides that, they haven't really... They haven't really done much. No. They haven't done much. I, I'm a bit worried for this team. They lost a lot of players. Agudelo, Pobega, Ismaili. Uh, I think they got some sort of transfer ban too. Yeah, it's not looking too good for them. So... We'll see what they can do, but I I don't I don't think Spets are going to do it this year. Tagomot is going to have his hands full. Big time, big time. Next team, one of the more exciting teams to come up. Venets, one yeah. of the most interesting stadiums too. Yes, in the in the division. Rumors, our boy TFC legend Sebastian Jovinko is rumored to be coming to Venezia. If I were him, I'd want to wear that jersey. It's gorgeous. It's a big rumor, but uh, Paolo Zanetti is going to continue. Yeah, a, a very promising, uh, a promising talent, talented manager. Was a fantastic midfielder, holding mid. Never made it to the national team, but he was fantastic. I think he played majority of his career at Torino, and uh, he's now one of the most sought after, sought after managers uh, in Italy. He actually, I forget who offered him a, a coaching role. And he decided to extend with Venezia and stay. I think I think it was uh, Sassuolo. Yeah. I believe. Yes, I think Sassuolo. it was Sassuolo. And he said, "No, I'm going to stay here." So there's some there's some loyalty there. That's great. Paolo Zanetti did what people in Zaghi couldn't do with this squad, and that's bring them to Serie A with an arguably less talented squad. But these guys, they're hardworking. They're based, the core is still there. I don't know much about these players. They added two MLS players. Yeah. Uh, one of Italian, um, American oh, yeah. Italian heritage, Gianluca Busio. From Sporting KC. Yeah, and Tanner Tessman, 19 year old. Dallas. So that's interesting, bringing in some MLS talent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. We'll see what they do. I mean, uh, I, I'm rooting for them. Yeah, a lot of their players are going to be playing at City Out probably for the first time. The biggest signing that they made and the biggest move was. Uh, for a guy that's looking to restart his career, Mattia Caldara. Yeah, that's been a big a, one. Yeah, he's been a bust at, at Milan and at Atalanta. So he's a guy that needs to do something. And, you know, he's 27 now, believe it or not. 27. So he's got to do something to revive his career. And hopefully this was the right move for him at Venezia. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see what uh, Venezia do this year. Yeah. Wishing them all the best. So we'll see. And finalmente, another team from the south, Salernitana. I think I, we're, I think spot. we're both a little bit excited to to I see got, them in. I got a soft spot for this team. Let me tell you. So this team, uh, I mean, more the same uh, with their squad. Fabrizio Castori, their manager. For those of you that don't know Fabrizio Castori, he is the guy that had Carpi up in Serie A. So this guy knows. How to navigate. He's been around the block. Through the relegation zone. <laughs> but uh, this team is led by Capitano Francesco Di Tacchio, who finally makes his Serie A debut. 
at the age of 31 years old. Uh, Francesco Titacchio, quite a journeyman, playing in the lower divisions, uh, was once owned by Fiorentina, but loaned out many, 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 many times. Frosinone, Pisa, Vertusentella. Um, he's a but, journeyman. He's a journeyman, but for the very first time, there will be a Ditacchio playing in the top flight of Serie A. So I'm very, very, <laughs> very proud and wish this team all the best. So let's look at some of the signings they've done. Uh, they've shored up. So Giuliano's favorite prospect here, Vid Belich, former Inter pro- prospect there. He's the starting goalkeeper. He's actually not bad. Decent goalie. Decent I can't goalie. believe he's 31 now. I know. He's that's a guy that's been around the block, too. Yeah, Vid Belic backing him up. Remember this name, Vincenzo Fiorillo? Yes. So much promise and basically summed up to a Serie B goalkeeper. But all these guys are here. And how about another promising player from the Catania days? Guillaume And Roma days, Norbert Guillaume yeah. My goodness. Yeah. And hey, her fellow shout-out to a former Trapani center back, Stefan Strandberg, Norwegian Never played in a top flight in Italy before. Uh, was hovering around Serie C, Serie B with my beloved Trapani before they went bankrupt. Um, and But other than that, I mean, this squad is... They're just a core. Big one, former... One of Giuliano's favorite players. No, I know who you're going to say. Joel Obi. I, I thought he was 40. He's 30 now only. That's crazy. <laughs> so maybe he can revive his career. Yeah, right. But the two the two outstanding talents to look out for in this team, if anybody is going to watch the Salernitana games, it's going to be Lasana Koulibaly, okay, young uh, yeah. midfielder coming from Austria or sorry from uh, France, Angers. He's coming from. He's going to be a promising uh, talent in the in the midfield and in the left back position. Matteo Ruggeri, 19 year old left back from Atalanta. He's going to be playing at Salernitana, 19. So these are the two promising players in this team. Oh, there's another player you should watch out for, too. And I'm not saying Francesco. The striker. No, I know. The striker. Federico Bonazzoli. That's the big signing of the of the window. He's going to be busy. I think he Salernitana. He's the star man Their success team. relies on him. Because Salernitana plays a 3-5-2, I believe. It's a, or a 4-5-1. It's a very counterattack, sit back, soak in the pressure. Especially when you got a holding midfielder like a Ditacchio at the helm. So. And Bonazzoli's already popped in a few goals in, uh, in the Coppa Italia, which advanced the Salernitana into the next stage. So yeah. it's going to be an inter- interesting team. It, honestly, it's nice to see a different team come up from the lower divisions. Salernitana's been hovering around the playoff spots for the past few years. Now they finally did it. They have a very interesting stadium, too, where it's literally just one stand. On one side, and it's massive. It's uh, for those of you that don't know Salernitana, they are based out of Salerno. There's, prob- to- there's probably high schools in the states have bigger stands, yeah. <laughs> stadiums than they do. It's uh, no, but it's actually really cool. It's cool to see it on TV. That one big massive stand, and it's right on. It's a beautiful stadium. It's right on the port. I mean, if you're ever in Salerno, in the off the Amalfi Coast in the region of Campania, pay Salerno a visit. It's a lot of. It's really cool. So that's basically. All 20 teams for you. Real quickly, do you have some predictions you want to make? Sure. You want to go through predictions let's now? Go through, uh, let's go through our top seven and our bottom three. Bottom three. You, you, do you have yours on top of your head? I got to think three. about it. Yeah, I have mine at the top. I have mine here. 
I think it's Cevediamo for La Spezia. In no particular order, it's going to be Cevediamo for La Spezia. I think, unfortunately, Empoli are going to go down. And then, it all depends how it starts at the start of the season. I just have this feeling that Hellas Verona are going to be paying a visit to Serie B again. So for me, it's going to be Spezia, it's going to be Empoli, and it's going to be Hellas Verona going down. Venezia yeah. and Salernitana sneak through. I'm going to have, uh, unfortunately, Salernitana are going are gonna to drop. I think Hellas Verona are going to be the last team to get relegated, but I think second last place is going to be Spezia. So Hellas Verona, Spezia, and Salernitana are my teams to get relegated. Okay. Top seven quick. Woo! Top seven. Ah, top. This irritates me to give the top seven. <laughs> Winners... I will. I have Juventus as winners for this season. I think Max Leger comes back, makes a statement. Juve, congratulations. I think you guys are winning the Scudetto. Uh, I have Juve first. I have AC Milan in number two. That will give them a fight. Maybe AC Milan can prove them wrong. I have Inter Milan as number three. And I have Roma's number <laughs> oh four. My. No, I. You know what? This season, that that's that's my top four. I'm excited to see Jose, Jose, what you can do, and if Tammy Abraham gets 15 goals, it's just, it, the season's a success. Number five and number six, Napoli on the outside looking in, narrowly missing out again. Then I have Atalanta in sixth. Hmm. I just think they're gonna fall apart, and then my surprising. Well, no, not really. Not my surprising. I don't think Lazio is going to finish top seven. So number seven for me, I think Sassuolo makes the next step. Ooh. Conference league for La Sassuolo. Okay, for me, Juve to win the Scudetto. Yeah. Inter to finish second. Milan third. Atalanta fourth. Roma fifth. Napoli sixth. Lazio seventh. Okay. That's my top seven. Okay. So well, I think... It's a three-year project, right? <laughs> Listen, the aim is Champions League football for the first year. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what we'll happens. See. You want to give our predictions for week one quick? We'll just blast through them. Yeah. You got them? You, you got the games there? Yes, I do. You ready? I'm ready to go. To open it up for people in Canada. You're a bit shafted if you don't have cable this year. You're going to have to go find another streaming service outside of the zone. Yeah, not the zone is not showing it. What a bunch of bunch plugs. Bunch of They have it for every other country, the zone, except Canada. So you got to go to the good old TLN if you have cable. Talatino. Or find it some other way. So the opening match, well, two of them, 12.30, Inter Milan, Genoa. What do we think is going to happen here? Inter Milan make a statement, victory for Inter yeah, I agree. Verona Sassuolo. Sassuolo smashed him. Yeah, it was able to Francesco. <laughs> He's going to get spanked. Uh, after that, we have the afternoon matches. Empoli Lazio. So Empoli, newly promoted Empoli against Sari, who used to coach Empoli, his Lazio. So what do you think is going to happen there? Andrea Lazio is going to get smashed. Lazio for me. I'm going to pick a draw. Torino Atalanta. This is going to be an interesting game. Draw. Tough game for Atalanta. I'm going to pick Atalanta to sneak through, though. Who are saying the Scudetto champions this year? Udine versus Juventus. 
It's going to be a smashing through the net. So Juve to win. I think so too. New boys Salernitana are going up against Bologna. This is a chance to claim a scalp. This is a chance. Bologna are real and they just lost a Ternana. Booked Salernitana victory for me. Bologna for me. I don't think they lose. Forza Francesco. One of the big games. Roma. Fiorentina. Yeah, what a way thing. for uh, both managers, Vincenzo Italiano and Mourinho, to go up against each other for their new clubs. And the match day one, what do you think is going to happen here? We hit the ground running. Especially if we beat Trap Bonspire on Thursday, we hit the ground running. Book it, Roma I, win. I think those little Roma legs get tired, and I'm going to say it's going to end up in a draw. Eh, whatever. Napoli, Luciano Spalletti's Napoli against Paolo Zanetti's Venezia. Tough no. game for the Venetians Napoli. to start the season. Napoli. Napoli still to win. Yep. Napoli it is for me too. Cagliari, Spezia, two of the teams I have a feeling are going to be hovering at the bottom of the table this year. Draw. Draw. I'm going to say Cagliari win. And a tough match they won for Milan, the final game. This is on the Monday too. So the Monday games with the Cagliari, Spezia. This is the big one. Monday. Sampdoria, AC Milano. Realistically, AC Milan should have way too much quality for this Sampdoria squad. I mean, Lodero, as much as I love you, as much as I think you're going to be an outstanding goalkeeper, you're going to be busy. I think Emilio Dero puts in a massive performance, but Milan, Giroud, is the main difference yeah, here. He gets that big forehead on the goal. That's right. Milan for me. Me too. So, that's match day one. We'll give our first impressions after we see these teams play. Uh, wherever we f can find a goddamn stream, but that's City A. That's our preview. I hope you enjoyed it, everybody. We're back. Until next time. Yeah. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao. Yeah.